Hello and welcome to Beyond the Graph. This is a podcast where I'll be interviewing Medill alumni about their experience at Northwestern and in the field of journalism. This week, I had the privilege of speaking with Allison Chu, who graduated from Northwestern in 2018 and is now a climate solutions reporter for the Washington Post. She had some really awesome insights on what it means to be a journalist in today's media landscape, and I can't wait for you to hear them. Without further ado, here is Beyond the Graph. Hello, Allison. Thank you so much for being here. But now to start us off, as you know, this podcast is all about interviewing Medill alumni. So could you just go into what your time at Northwestern looked like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I'm sure people are going to roll their eyes when they hear me say this, but um, I really had just such an incredible experience at Northwestern. It's definitely a time that I look back on, you know, as one of the best experiences of my life. And I think a lot of that had to do with, um, you know, the fact that I was getting to go to school to study journalism, um, which I'm super passionate about. And, you know, throughout my time there made really lifelong friendships, got incredible experience that actually was so, such a huge part of how I ended up at the Post and where I am today in my career. And so I I feel like I owe a lot to, you know, my time at Northwestern. That's so cool to hear. But now, did you just study journalism or did you have any, uh, like, other majors or minors too? Yeah, so I I did just major in journalism. Um, I was really interested in pursuing, like, print online media. So that's what I focused on. And then um, I also did an, I also did the uh, IMC certificate as sort of a a backup plan just in case, uh, you know, traditional journalism didn't work out. Okay, yeah, cool. I definitely know several people who have taken kind of that same approach. But now to fast forward a few years, you graduated from Northwestern and then found yourself at the Washington Post. Can you just walk us through that journey? Yeah, so it's it's definitely something that still sort of feels very surreal to me um, and, and how I ended up at the Post. And I think I'll, I'll preface the whole thing by saying I think my situation was fairly unique and there was a lot of really good luck and really good timing involved. Basically, what happened was I was able to get my uh, journalism residence, so my JR at the Post uh, winter quarter of my senior year, which also just happened to be my last quarter of school. And so while I was doing my JR, I probably, in my head, I thought I was being pretty subtle about it, but I, I probably like was being very obvious about how I was going to be graduated, very available at the end of this internship. and you know, basically making it really clear that I wanted to stay on if there was an opportunity to do that at the post. Um, And it turned out that um, as I was wrapping up my internship, the the morning mix team, which is the overnight team at the post, had a couple of openings and they were short-staffed and needed some help. So I spent the last couple of weeks of my internship helping out on morning mix. That turned into an extension of my internship where, uh, you know, I, I was sort of, an intern for about a month on morning mix and then uh, ended up applying um, to be a full-time morning mix reporter and, and got hired to do that. So that was really cool. And um, again, like I think about if the, if the timing had been off, if, you know, if morning mix hadn't had any openings, things like that, I, I don't know if I would be here right now. So it really was just um, 
felt like sort of all the all the stars aligned in that situation. Um, and so I ended up, you know, being jump signing on to Morning Mix, uh, officially being hired in um, April of ooh, what is time these days? Um, April <laughs> April 2018, I think was my official sort of you are now a Washington Post reporter start date. <laughs> okay, that's so cool. But you know, I think that a lot of students have that same desire to turn their JR into a real job opportunity. And I assume that networking plays a pretty big role in that. Uh, can you just say, what was your experience with networking like? Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it obviously differs, um, you know, newsroom to newsroom. I got really lucky to, again, be at the post where um, it's, it, 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 it's a really coll- collegial and collaborative newsroom. And a lot of reporters and editors here are interested in, you know, meeting with people who are just starting out in their career, getting coffee, you know, sitting down to chat for a few minutes. Um, And so I think it's really about, um, you know, taking the initiative to reach out to people that you're interested in in speaking with. um, And also, you know, finding opportunities to assist them or help them in their work if that becomes available. So um, I know this maybe sounds kind of weird or silly, but I really thought about networking less, less, I I thought about networking not so much as, you know, scheduling a bunch of coffee dates and things like that, but I was trying to think about, you know, could I, what can I do to be useful to the person that I'm, I'm talking to or, or wanting to help? And, you know, obviously that's a mix of that, that involves, you know, sort of what's, What's the, like what opportunities are available? What's needed of you? But at the same time, it's I I tried really hard to make it clear to any editors or reporters that I was working with that you know if they ever needed anything from me, any help to do something, that I was available and I'd be happy to help out you know in any way that I could. Okay, yeah, I think that that's a really important distinction you make kind of between just scheduling coffee dates and actually getting to know someone and making yourself available. Thank you for that. But now I just want to ask, what is your favorite part about your job? That's a really good question. Um, I think my favorite part of being a journalist is just getting the opportunity to talk to so many interesting people. Um, You know, on any given day, I can be talking to um, a scientist or, you know, someone who, uh, I'm sorry, I'm like, it's just, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of some better examples here, but it is, it is a pretty unique job in that you can talk to so many different people, whether they're academics, politicians, you know, regular, just regular everyday people on the street. Um, and it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the job because, you know, I love to hear about people's experiences, their stories, their, you know, what they think about things. And, you know, you have sort of, I think as journalists, we sort of have this, um, this privilege of being able to, to connect you know, all the people that we talk to, to our readers and to tell their stories. And so I just really love, you know, that, that aspect, getting to know people, getting to hear, you know, 
getting to learn from them, getting to hear their experiences. It's just such a such an awesome part of the job. That's so amazing to hear that the the joy that draws so many people into journalism stays even after doing it professionally. Um, but now I have some questions about journalism as a whole. I'd love to hear your thoughts on. And the the first of those is this. So, what is a commonly held belief about journalism that you actually passionately disagree with? Um, I think the one that I've heard most often is that um, journalism is a dying profession, and I don't know if people are still sort of saying that now, but I I know that when I was applying to college eight years ago, I'm really going to age myself there with that one, and, you know, I wanting to major in journalism, I had family members telling me that they didn't think I should do that because they were worried that I wasn't going to be able to find a job after graduation, Um, and it became sort of such a, you know, lingering kind of ingrained worry in the back of my head that like I told you earlier, you know, when I was doing my JR at the post and wanting to stay here and and wanting to have a career in journalism, I was still thinking about, can I use my IMC certificate? If this doesn't work out, you know, can I go apply for law school if this doesn't work out? Um, So I, I think I just want to make it clear that I don't, I don't think journalists or journalism is going anywhere. I think, yes, maybe the media landscape looks different than it than it has before. Um, but I think there's always going to be a need, you know, for trusted messengers um, that are, you know, really trying to to keep the public informed. Okay, so now that you've assured us that there will still be jobs in journalism in the future, what's actually one thing you think that journalists should stop doing? I think, and I'm going to preface this by saying that I, I absolutely do this and I, I wish that I could be better about it. I'm working on it, but I think that there, there can be a tendency um, among a lot of journalists to uh, almost glorify overworking or normalize this idea that um, our, our jobs, our jobs are our lives. And I, like I said, I, I absolutely do this. I'm, working on trying to have a healthier relationship, you know, with my job, my therapist can confirm this. Um, but, you know, I, I've noticed that I, I talk about, I, you know, I do this. Um, sometimes I find myself in conversations with other journalists where, you know, we're, we're constantly talking about how much we're working or we're being self-deprecating about how our work-life balance sucks. And, and so I think we would, we would all be better off, you know, if we, we sort of did, you know, had less of those conversations where it made it seem like in order to be a successful, successful journalist, um, you know, you have to have no life outside of work. And that's absolutely not the case. I know so many people who are incredible at their jobs and their jobs are not their lives and they have, and they, you know, they're so much more than what they do, but they're, they're incredible at what they do. And I, and I hope that one day that, you know, I can get there, that I can, I can be that type of person. Cause I know right now, like I said, I still really struggle with work-life balance. Um, and I think there are a lot of other people in this industry who, who do as well. Um, and, you know, I, I would love if more journalists, myself included, took those steps to take care of ourselves. I think people love to say like the news never sleeps. Right. But I don't think that means reporters shouldn't sleep. (laughs) 
because the news never sleeps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be really hard, right, to step away from work, especially when you you do something like journalism, where there's always something to do. There's always news. There's always someone else you can talk to, or some there's you know there's always something you can do to your story. You can fix it. You can edit and edit forever. Um, and so you know it's it's hard to step away from that work. Um, but I think to be able to do our jobs because they are so demanding, um, you know, to the best of our abilities, and to to be a good journalist, that means prioritizing your physical and mental well-being. And we really can't do that if we're working all the time and we're running on just caffeine and adrenaline. Okay, yeah, I think that's a really, really awesome point you make that almost to do better work as a journalist that can actually mean taking your foot off the gas instead of always flooring it. But now, finally, this is my my last question. So if there's a student out there at Northwestern who's thinking, hey, you know, I, I really want to enter the field of journalism, what's something that they should start doing that help make that, you know, a reality? Yeah, so I think, you know, this uh, this isn't original advice at all, um, but I, I really recommend, you know, doing whatever you can to seek out opportunities for real life experiences whenever possible. Um, you know, obviously everyone knows that you can do that through internships, you can do that through student run news organizations. Um, and there are so many at Northwestern that are all really incredible in their own unique ways. Um, but those definitely aren't aren't the only options. Um, you know, for example, there are opportunities uh, to, to freelance now, um, or there have always been opportunities to freelance, but I know of um, people who graduated from Medill who, while they were still students, you know, had stories published in, in major outlets. Um, and I wish that I had done that when I was there um, and I was still in school, because I think that's just, again, another really great way to build out clips, to build out experience. Um, which all sort of helps, you know, when, when you are applying for jobs, when you are applying for, you know, formal internships and things like that. Okay, yeah, you know, it, it makes sense that in order to advance in journalism, it just means to do more journalism. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, well, all right, that's all I have. Um, awesome, thank you so much. Thanks again. So that is all from this episode of Beyond the Graph. I just want to say thank you one more time to Allison for joining this podcast and sharing such wonderful insights, but that'll do it. I'll see you next time.